Hello, and we are finally ready to welcome you to the Workstream Travel Podcast. It's so interesting. Some of you probably know already a little bit about us uh, from Instagram, but for those who hear about us for the first time, we will introduce ourselves. We are Julia and Mira, two sisters, travel enthusiasts from Ukraine. We started our journey a long time ago, around 2000-something, who knows exactly when, and continue pursuing our passion for new destinations, beautiful places, and fantastic people we meet along the way. Growing up in a curious family, we have been encouraged to discover new, and we've always wanted to travel. The more we travel, the more we want to discover. Our lives are indeed measured by the moments. This all transformed into our hobby, motivation, occupation, and the way of living. We have so much to share, and that is why we are here. So interesting, it's a podcast for everything about travel, for sharing travel tricks and tips, personal stories, valuable information, itineraries, and everything else related to travel that is useful and interesting. We will virtually transport you to a new destination, offer you an unforgettable dinner in a restaurant, take you on a road trip with us, and bring you closer to your next travel destination. The name, it's so interesting, was suggested to us by a close friend as we use this phrase so often while we're telling our travel stories. Well, you'll see it yourself. <laughs> yes, definitely. You may have seen uh, the US Department of State has issued updated travel advisories for each individual Mexican destination this fall. While security risks in places like Puerto Vallarta are considered high enough to warrant a level 3 badge, meaning travelers should reconsider travel due to crime and even kidnapping risks. Others, like Cabo and Cancun, remained at a much safer level too. Oh, I would love to be by the ocean in Mexico right now. By the way, let's talk about Mexico and some confusing moments that may emerge while visiting this charming yet somewhat challenging country. By visiting countries and organizing journeys uh, for our clients, we analyze and collect feedback that helps us to provide useful tips and better prepare you for visiting certain places. So when you arrive in Mexico, you see prices with the dollar symbol. It doesn't mean that the prices are in US dollars or you have to pay in US dollars. Don't be surprised. The symbol for a Mexican peso is the same as for the United States dollar. Moreover, many countries in the world use the sign for their local currency. This symbol was devised to represent the silver Spanish coin, about 25 grams, that was worth 8 reales and therefore was also known as an 8 reales or piece of 8. The dollar sign is thought to originate from the abbreviation PS which was used to denote Spanish pesos in the Americas and is used to indicate the unit of various currencies around the world. Consequently, the sign was implemented in the financial system of the United States to represent dollars and in Mexico to stand for pesos, similarly to in other countries such as Brazil or Nicaragua. Another popular thing that baffles visitors in Mexico is a toilet sign. It's so interesting, but the restroom doors marked with M are for the ladies. Do not assume automatically that they mean man's room. Keep in mind that the Spanish word for women is mujeres and men's toilet is usually marked with H, which stands for hombres in Spanish. 
You will most likely need a power plug adapter to charge and plug your electronic devices. For Mexico, there are two associated plug types, types A and B. Plug type A is a plug that has two flat parallel pins and plug type B is a plug that has two flat parallel pins and a grounding pin. Mexico operates on a 127 supply voltage. Type A is common in countries like the United States of America and Canada. Type B plug outlet is similar to type A but has a different shape. If you are traveling from the US, all US appliances can work without any problems in Mexico. However, if you are from a foreign country that has different voltages, you should bring a voltage transformer and an appropriate power plug. That was exactly what we did when we traveled to Mexico. Be careful with the cash withdrawal. Interestingly, there are two types of ATMs in Mexico. Some are owned by banks and some are owned by private individuals. Always use the ones that are owned by banks and are marked with the bank name sign. This will guarantee you the lowest fees and charges. It is not uncommon for private ATMs in Mexico to charge a high transaction fee or very poor exchange rate. Another essential thing to talk about in Mexico is pink public transport. The metro system has designated train carriages that can only be used by women and children under 12 years old. Well, we accidentally ended up in Pantitlan Station in Mexico City with two suitcases in rush hour and who knows, definitely knows what that means. We practically were carried in the train on our bags and we have no idea how we managed to get out of the train with the suitcases. Glad that it was a female-only carriage. <laughs> to see photos, uh, go to our Telegram channel. The link is attached in the description to this episode. So, the Mexico City subway has had so many instances of harassment and sexual abuse against women that in 2008 the Sistema de Transporte Colectivo began implementing women and children-only subway cars. Well, we have had an experience traveling on the subway in the man's carriage uh, by mistake and it definitely felt weird. Also, because all men were staring at us like we chose the wrong room. If the woman is accompanied by a man, she can choose either to go with him to a general carriage or they will go separately to each carriage for their journey. So to not be confused, the women's and children's coaches are pink and there are special marks on the floor guiding to the area where those metro carriages stop. If they're not pink, there's always a sign designating the area where the women and children only wagon stops. There's also a guard in the metro who controls that no man enter the pink wagon. It is really sad that the public transport harassment issue persists in Mexico, but it also felt much more comfortable and relaxing using women's carriages, especially during rush hour in Mexico. By the way, the safe city to visit as a woman is definitely Ravenna. Città amica delle donne. We visited last summer and find it a fantastic city for a weekend getaway or a stop on the way while traveling to Italy. It's so interesting that many buildings and front doors of the historical center of Ravenna are decorated with typical flowered tiles realized by mosaic artists from Ravenna, placed beside the house number. 
It's a symbolic gesture by the artists from Ravenna to celebrate the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, November 25th, but most of all, a tangible symbol of the city's attention towards women in difficulty. In 2011, Linnea Rosa developed the project I Fiori di Ravenna, the Flowers of Ravenna, with the slogan Ravenna, a friendly city of women, to attract attention to the women suffering violence, abuse, misbehavior and other problems and create a welcoming atmosphere in the city. The subject of these tiles is the chalice-shaped flower inspired by the ancient Byzantine decorations, complemented by a sentence that states the willingness of the community to protect all women consciously. No wonder the capital of mosaics addresses such an important issue through the art of mosaics. You can see the photos on our Telegram channel. Many tiles have already been bought by the people of Ravenna, but it's still possible to buy them in various places. Linnea Rosa, Mar Museum, workshops of mosaic artists, and display them to decorate the streets of the city and witness its social value. Oh, I bought a gorgeous aroma oil in Ravenna for my bedroom. But you know what? It was in 100 milliliter bottle. But the volume was indicated only on the paper packaging and not on the bottle. And I have some trouble at the aviation security control at the airport. It's so interesting. Do you know why passengers are only allowed to bring 100 milliliters of liquids on the flights or any amount of liquids less than 100 millimeter per container? The 311 for carry-ons procedure allows only 100 ml of liquids, gels and aerosols to be carried inside the aircraft, apart from the checked luggage. This rule hasn't always been around and in fact was introduced in 2006 after the British police uncovered a terrorist plot to ignite liquid explosives that were carried on board seven airliners traveling from the UK to the United States and Canada. The terrorists had improvised explosive devices which they had disguised in soft drink bottles. The bottles were in their hand luggage, along with a large number of batteries which raised the alarm. The terrorists were intending to assemble the bombs on board planes and detonate them. As a result, passengers were only allowed to bring travel documents and essential prescriptions on board. With immediate effect, the security at all British airports was increased and no luggage, including books, newspapers, glass cases, was allowed inside the aircraft. Soon after, a liquid restriction on the hand luggage was also placed with few exceptions like baby food, which had to be uh, tasted by the passengers first, before it was allowed inside. Later on, uh, a restriction of 100 milliliter was placed on the amount of liquid allowed inside. It also requires putting small liquids, gel and aerosol containers into a clear zip-top one-quart sized bag and a passenger can only have one bag. However, there are a large number of exceptions to this limit, which include prescription drugs, life support and life-sustaining liquids, baby formula and so on. Although the restriction was introduced as temporary until proper equipment is available to screen the liquids, however, until the present day we have the same restriction in place. A lot of restrictions and safety measures in aviation are introduced as a result of a certain events and this is how the industry is made as safe as possible. Yeah, that was an interesting one. 
Hopefully you find some useful and interesting information in this episode, and we have many more to come with new facts and stories to share. Check the link to our Telegram channel to see the illustrations for this episode. Stay tuned and thank you very much for your attention. Goodbye! Goodbye, see you next time!